testify tonight, brother? We'll, we'll come back around to you then. Alright, we'll get to you another day. Alright. Come on, Meemaw. Meemaw, you always got something to say. Come on, talk about the goodness of God. Amen. Can I start out with we serve a great, big, wonderful God? Yes, we do. Amen. 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 Yes. Come back here, Chad. We two more on one side and the other. Hey, Amen. It's my fault. I'm short. Break through a little bit more. There we go. All right. There's good. That's good right there. All right. Can y'all still see me? Huh? Is this Tim the Tim the Toy. Oh, that's a good one. I always like that show, bro. I always like that show. That was a good show. Amen. What was that guy's name? What was his neighbor's name? I was looking over the fence. You can only see it by this light. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. There's a good show out there. If y'all y'all don't know who we're talking about, y'all need to Google Tim the Swimman Taylor. Y'all can see what we're talking about. Amen. Praise God. God's a good God. And all the time. God's a good God. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Matthew the 18th chapter, looking at the 15th. Verse through 16. Let me remind all the preachers in the house that Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock we're having a minister's meeting. If you call yourself a preacher or have been called by God to preach, teach, come on, be a part of that meeting with us on Sunday. Matthew, the 18th chapter, looking at the verse 15. We get there, say amen. amen. All right, let's all stand for reading of God's word. If you said amen, you ought to be standing then. Praise the Lord. Y'all know it's scriptural for us to stand for the reading of God's Word. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew's Gospel, the 18th chapter, looking at verse 15 and 16. This is the most broken scripture in the church world today. Amen? I would say that everybody in this church has broken this scripture. Every one of us has broken this scripture. All right? Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee two, one or two more witnesses, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Father, we thank you for the reading of your holy word tonight. 
Father, we thank you, Lord, for your divine presence. We feel you in this place. God, now we're asking you for deliverance. God, set us free by the preaching of your powerful word. In Jesus' holy and righteous name. And everybody said? Amen. 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 If you're part of our leadership team or in, or in a volunteer team, um, you have received counseling from me. And in that counseling, there was a policy form that I went over with you and you signed it. And you said you understood this scripture. That if you got offended at anybody in the church, including the pastor, including the pastor's wife, including the pastor's dog, come on church. <laughs> if my dog offended you, my little Cody, you can't see you barely got any teeth. Amen. <laughs> then you're supposed to go to Cody and say, Cody, I didn't like it when you bit my finger. And I didn't appreciate that. And Cody's going to say, well, I thought it was a chicken bone because you still got chicken grease on your fingers. And I apologize to you. Amen? I never hear you said it was chicken grease. You're going to like your fingers. But he got some chicken. He's a preacher, dog. He loves chicken. Fried chicken. Amen? Peanut M&M's. Grapes. Y'all know y'all ain't supposed to eat the dog grapes, right? First time I took my little dog over there to the vet. They said, what does he eat? They want, they want to know what kind of expensive, you know, medication and food I'm giving my dog. I said, well, he eats what I eat. They said, shut up. <laughs> I said, well, I eat. He eats, he eats, you know, the M&Ms. He eats grapes. They just looked at me. I said, yeah, I didn't know he was supposed to get dog grapes like four years ago. Grapes will kill your dog. Don't do that. Just keep him down. I didn't know that. But I figured he made it this long, I would keep feeding him grace. Like, ain't 14 years old, I'm not 16 years old. 16 years old, I'm going to keep feeding him grace. Amen. And they kill him yet. Yeah. <laughs> what I eat. Amen. Anybody got a dog out right there? This has got nothing to do with nice concerns, okay? I'm going to tell you about my dog. This has got nothing to do with nice But if somebody offends you, you are supposed to go to that person. It says, along. No, I'm going to call Sister Bonnie. And I'm going to tell Bonnie all about why I'm mad. Yeah, come on. Come on. Oh, and somebody else that ain't mad at Bonnie, that's why I'm calling Bonnie. Yeah. And me and Bonnie are going to hash this thing out, and she's going to tell me what, how she feels about it. Come on, church. Come on. And we got off the phone with Bonnie, and we're going to call Sister Crystal. We're going to tell Crystal all about how we got our feelings hurt. I want somebody to make us mad. And, and, I, and I, I called Bonnie, you know what she told me? Crystal, this is what she told me. You know, we just go on and on and on, don't we? Come on, church. But what your Bible just read to you is if somebody offends you, you get a trespass against somebody, they offend you, you are to go to that person alone. Amen. And you're supposed to try to work this thing out. It's yeah. all fine. Okay? Amen? Amen. I just, I just want to go back over that one more time. Amen. We talked about that Sunday, and I want to go back over that again. Amen. But the majority of the church violates this scripture. Around, I ain't talking about just bowing the church of God. I mean everybody. Amen. Everybody violates that scripture. How many of y'all believe we'd be better off if we just obey Jesus? Come on, if we just do what Jesus said, when Jesus said to do it, how Jesus told us to do it, oh, come on, church, wouldn't we be better off? Amen? Amen. Y'all look, look back at Sister Tammy. Y'all wave at Sister Tammy. Wave, Sister Tammy. Wave at us. We everybody know who you are. Come on, Tammy. Wave. Just wave. There you go. You know why I had Tammy wave at us? 
Because Tammy's first church service in Bowden Church of God was on a Friday night. Yeah. And the church started growing. We had church on Friday night. Sure did. Tammy's been here ever since. <laughs> we praise God to have you, Tammy. Amen. If you had a rough day today, honey, you ain't by yourself. Okay? We've all been there. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. The love chapter. You're going to find this on the screen because I wanted you to read it in the Amplified Version. I want the, I want the, Bible, the Amplified Bible to amplify some things to us and help us in our understanding of the love chapter. You hear anybody talk about the love chapter in the Bible? They're talking about 1 Corinthians 13. It's the, it's the love chapter written by Paul. And it says in verse 1, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, for others growing out of God's love for me, then I become as a, only a noisy clong or a clanking cymbal, just as an annoying distraction. And if I have to get the prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. Man, what a strong statement Paul is saying here. I am nothing. All right? I give all my possessions to feed the poor. If I surrender my body to be burned and I do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures and with patience and sincerity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. Love is not rude and is not self-seeking and is not provoked nor easily sensitive and easily angered. Lord, we are just park the car right here and preach for a month. Come on, church. Amen. Let's get some thick skin about it sometimes. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oversensitive. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. Believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Endure all things without weakening. Love never fails. Oh, come on, church, at a preach. The love of God, the agape love of God will never fail. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecy, they will pass away. And as for tongues, they will not cease. But they have not passed away yet. Let me go ahead and just throw that out there. Amen. Amen. Come on, because all the churches out there saying that we ain't supposed to be talking to tongues have been done away with. They're trying to use this scripture out of contents. Come on. Amen. The Holy Ghost is, is the Holy Ghost still on the earth with you and I? Then so is prophecy and speaking in tongues. Come on, church. Amen. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, listen to this. We're going to be talking about this in more detail, but probably not tonight. For we know in part and we prophesy in part for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect comes, then that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, you know why he starts talking about being a child? It's because being without love is selfish and childish. Come on. Oh, y'all didn't like that part right there. Come on. Preacher just said that if you're oversensitive, if you, if you anger very easily, come on. If, some, if you get your feelings hurt real easy, then you are a child. Come on, and you have not grown up yet. That's what Paul is telling us. 
He said, when I was a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. And then he goes right back into it in verse 12. For now in the times of imperfection, we shall see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection on a riddle and enigma. And then when the times of perfection comes, we shall see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remaineth faith, abiding trust in God and His promises, hope, confidence, expectations of eternal salvation, love. King James says charity because it's talking about the agape love of God, the love that gives. Unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me is what the Amplified Bible just told us. These three, the choice greatest, but the greatest of these is love. If you'll take a sneak peek at chapter 14, verse 1, the first sentence, it says, pursue this love. Pursue this love. Amen. So love is the real power, church. If you want real power in your prayer life, you want real power in your walk with God, you want realness, you want to walk in the Holy Ghost, you want to walk in the Spirit of God, then you must walk in love. Because God is love. He said that's the mission of love. And the love we're talking about is agape love, the Greek word for agape love, which means love that gives, love that sacrifice. It means I'm going to love you and I'm not going to expect you to love me back. Amen. Come on. How easy it is for us to love other people when they love us back. Yeah. Can you love somebody when they do not love you back? Come on. That's the real test right there. That's the real test. Can you love others when they do not love you back? Amen? Amen. Love does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Well, they got what they deserved. I knew they wasn't going to last. They don't need church two weeks. I only gave them three. You know, they came to the altar before. Smelling like alcohol and cigarettes. Well, let's see how long you get saved this time. Come on. Well, I, I, I knew they was going to get fired. I thought they deserved to get fired. They were sleeping on the job. They got what they deserved. Come on. Oh, our so-so was diagnosed with cancer. Well, I told them to repent. I guess they got what they deserved. Oh, come on, church. Come on, church. Has any of this ever rolled out of your mouth before? Don't sit in here and lie to me. Has any of this ever rolled out of your mouth before? They got what they deserved. Does that sound like love to you? That's not love, church. Amen. That's not love. Love, love prays for people. Love endures hardness. Amen. Love is there for people. Amen. We must be careful of making statements like this because if we were to tell the truth, we all deserve to go to a place called hell. Amen. Amen. Is anybody in here, you come out of your mama saying, sanctified and feel the Holy Ghost? Come on, I mean, you had to stop the doctor because you was talking and told you. You came out of your mama. Not a single one of us. David said we were born in iniquity. We were all born into sin. This is why you have to teach a baby to lie. The baby's already going to lie. Covered with cookie crumbs all over their faces. No, I'm not in the cookie jar. Come on, church. Come on, church. 
Love bears all things regardless of what the income, of what the outcome is. Love believes all things and looks for the best in each one. Amen. My wife, man, she aggravates me sometimes. Y'all gotta get one of my aggravates me. Come on. I see you hitting Jesse. I'm with you, brother. Come on. Come on, Terry. It's Friday night. You can tell the truth tonight. Is your wife ever aggravated you? Come on. Let me tell you about one of the things that aggravates me about my wife. She's back there in the sound booth, so she's hearing me. She's tired of wore out today. She's not in the sound booth. One of the things that irritates me about my wife. She can see good in a rattlesnake. I said she can see good in a rattlesnake. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. I mean, some people you look at and you just know they're trouble. Some people you look at and you just know, oh, Lord have mercy. We don't want to get entangled with that. Come on, church. You know there's some people out there in the world and some people, oh, come on, even in our families, we got some families out there. Come on, church. I mean, they just ain't no good. Come on, just tell the truth. Come on, they, they, they drugged out, they broke out. Come on. Amen. But my wife can look at somebody and all that, and she sees good. She has compassion for them. To the fault. She, she has compassion for the people to the fault. I mean, she just, she just sees people and loves them and, and has compassion for them. And I looked at her one day and I said, Honey, you see good in a rattlesnake. She said, Well, you know, God did create a rattlesnake and, you know, and, and he does this for the, and the environment and I guess there's some good in him. Well, don't that just be over your nerve and you want to stop doing that? Come on, church. Come on, tell the truth tonight. Amen. But you know what? We, ought to be, we, we should all be like that. Amen. We should be able to look at people the way God looks at people. Amen. See, when God looks at people, He don't see a drug addict. When God looks at people, He don't see somebody that's, that's, that's half drugged out of their mind and, and smell like alcohol. God looks at people and He sees children. He sees somebody's baby. He sees somebody's grandchild. Come on, church. He sees somebody that needs His touch of love. He needs He sees it. There's good in everybody. He sees it. Amen. And that's how we should see people, church. Love hopes all things remaining steadfast during difficult times. I'll tell you, you can really find out who your friends are when all hell has broken loose. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. Brother Bobby spent some time in the military. Some of y'all spent some time in the military. You know, you find out who you real army buddies are when the bullets start flying. That's right. Come on. Now, some of them are going to hide. They're going to get down that foxhole. They ain't coming back out. Come on. But a, but a real buddy will be right there with you in the middle of the fight. Come on, church. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. Hope, listen, love endures. It's steadfast in difficult times. Love endures all things without weakening, staying strong in love. Love never fails, nor fades, nor ends. I'm talking about the agape love, not your love. Mm-hmm. Not your love. So your love has a limit. Your love says, I love you until you let me make Wow. And then I'm going to switch my love and I'm going to switch over to the hate side. Come on. I love you. You know, I, I get concerned about, I've done some weddings and I, and I, I try to counsel with them. You know, it's hard to counsel young people nowadays. They just think they know everything. You know, they, they wrote the book on love and marriage. You know, they only, they only kids, but they wrote the book on love and marriage. And I'm real conscious as I do a wedding. Because I know if they don't really understand this word love that means sacrifice, this word love that means God love that means only give until it hurts them on church, then what happens more times out of 10 is that I'm going to love you until you make me mad and I'm going to hold them on. Come on. Time and time again. I see it. Time and time again. I even married one couple and Lord, they got into a big old fight on their honeymoon. Amen. They ready to call it quits on the honeymoon. Hope there wasn't none of y'all in here. Praise the Lord. Amen. But love endures. Love never fails. Amen. Verse 13. Now about his faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. Love is the real power, church. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 9. Aren't you glad we got off chapter 13? Praise God. Come on, you're, you're too sore. You're sore all over. Pastor, I'm going to beat you up. Praise God. I'm going to beat you up with, with Proverbs 17 now. And we're going to read this from the Amplified Bible because I love what it says here. He who covers and forgives, this is Proverbs 17 and 9, he who covers and forgives an offense. Say offense. offense. I got three people with me tonight. Let's try it again. Offense. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. But he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates mm, intimate friends. Come on. Let's read that again real slow. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. But he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates Intimate friends. It will separate a husband and a wife. Come on. It will separate a father and a daughter. It will separate family. Amen. And it will separate a church. Let's talk about this word offense for a while. Have you ever been offended at somebody? Anybody in here ever been offended at anybody? Come on. Got, got one honest person in the church. Thank you, Sister Tammy, for being honest. Everybody else afraid to raise their hand. Everybody in this church has been offended at somebody at some time in your life. If you've not, you ain't alive. Check your pulse. Come on. Check your pulse. You ain't alive. We've all been offended at somebody at some time. How many of y'all offended at somebody right now? Come on. Preacher, don't go there. Yes, I am. Amen. I'm going there. See, offense brings separation. Separation brings distance. Are y'all writing this down? 
Offense brings separation. Separation brings distance. And when we get offended at somebody, listen to me, church. Listen to me. When we get offended at somebody, we're building a fence. We're building a fence. What does a fence do? A fence brings separation. A fence separates people from people. A fence will separate animals from animals. Come on. A fence will separate a house from another house. Mm -hmm. A fence will separate one city from another. A fence, come on. Build the wall. Build the wall. Come on, champion. Build the Y'all know y'all was champion. You know you were. Mm -hmm. A fence will separate country from country. Build the wall. Build the wall. Oh, y'all, y'all afraid. Y'all afraid. I want to preach. Don't say that scene next. Is he, is he about to tell me I wasn't walking in love when I tried to build the wall, build the wall? Honey, need the wall built. It's called keeping the bad guys out, okay? <laughs> All right. Let's keep Taliban out of America. Build the wall. Amen? Amen. But let's do it in love and, and have, a, have a way to help people at the same time, okay? But offense. Offense. Listen, when you get offended at somebody, you are bringing separation and you are bringing distance. Amen? Amen? Amen. I wish I could tell you I was clever enough to think about this fence all by myself, but I'm not. I actually stole this idea off of Stephen Furtick. Stephen Furtick preached a, preached a good message. Matter of fact, every married couple in here, you need to Google Stephen Furtick's sermon on being a prisoner of offense. It's a good sermon for every married couple. I think it's a sermon for anybody, really. But he, he goes on and he ministers to couples and talks about marriage on how offense will separate people in their marriage. Come on. You don't look like my mama does. <laughs> Nobody makes a banana pudding like my mama. Come on, church. And your wife is saying, well, that's good. I ain't never cooking you a banana pudding. Come on, church. Nobody can make meatloaf like mama. Mm-hmm. Gotta have some mom on meatloaf. Well, your wife is thinking that's a good thing because you won't have to sit meatloaf in this house when you come on church. Offense will separate marriages. Offense will separate a church. Offense will separate the closest friends. Offense will separate the closest family. Come on, church. Am I helping somebody tonight? Offense. Offense. Mm. You see, the devil uses offense too. We use offense for a lot of reasons. Keep our dogs in. Keep our kids in. Y'all got those kids like running around other people's yards? Come on. We use, offense can be a good idea. Come on. Sometimes it is a little offense. But the devil uses offense too. He uses offense to bring separation. He uses offense to bring division. Amen. Come on. I want to tell you something. Brother Dwayne and, and Bonnie and Sharon, they, they've been here the longest, and they know I'm telling the truth. If every single soul that ever came through the door of this church, I heard Brother Dwayne say, we'd be filled up three or four times over. We'd be in the church right now. Uh-huh. But you know what's happened since 1950? 
Every time the church starts doing good and starts growing and there's a lot of people start coming, you know what happens? The devil shows up. And the devil starts building fences. And he starts separating. I've been in church when the left side of the church refused to talk to the right side. I've been in church when the right side of the church refused to shake hands and hug somebody that sits on the left side. Praise God, that's not us today. Amen? We're a loving church. We're going to stay a loving church. But we're going to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And we're going to keep our eyes open, our eyes peeled, and our ears open to make sure the devil don't build a fence in this church ever again. Amen. 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 Come on. Amen? Amen. Oh, fences are very easy. Very easy. And I'm going to tell you something. Have you preachers out there, y'all ever preach a sermon and the devil beats y'all up about your own sermon? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I start talking about a fence, and I mean every devil in hell said, Let's try him out. Come on. Amen. Every devil in hell said, Let's try him out. Amen. Amen. Lord have Just Thursday, just Thursday. Yesterday. Yesterday's Thursday, right? Just yesterday. Thursday. Man, I found this cool song. Ooh, we can play the song. It's got a great beat. I love the music. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to sing this song. So I'm up here sitting by and, and I'm playing my guitar and I'm singing this song and my wife looks at me and she said, I feel like this song. Oh, I love the song. Hate the way you sing it though. She said something like that. Something like that. I'm not sure exactly what she said, but that's exactly what I heard. I hate the way you do it. Amen. She said, you, you sing it too fast. You got to slow it down. All right, let me practice it some more. Yeah, slow it down. Slow it down. So last night we had, we had, we had music practice, crazy practice, right? Hey, man. Which John? I wish Hayden was here so I could talk about it. I'll talk about it anyway. So I'm playing my little song. Like, hey, Johnny, hey, let's take this beat out. We're back to the drums. Like, this is the beat. This is the beat, you know? Man, this is a cool song. You know, I was down there. And so we're going through it again. Amen. And when we get to the end of it, Hayden says, Hey, Pastor, you singing that song in the right key? Oh, <laughs> You see, if I wasn't close to God, I could have gotten me a board right there. trusty hammer and start building the fence. Uh-huh. My wife done told me I couldn't sing and now I hate to tell me I'm out of key. <laughs> but you know what I did? I said, not today, though. I said, Josh, sing this song, brother. Johnny, you can sing this song. I'm going to teach you how to sing it, Johnny, but you keep singing the song. Come on. You know what's another side to the hammer? Call. Come on, Johnny, you can do it. You know what? And Johnny did it. Now, we didn't, practice, we didn't do that song tonight because we need a little bit more practice on it. But that song, we're going to do that song next week, though. You know what? I'm so happy Johnny can sing it. Amen. Because the truth of the matter I just love the music part. <laughs> I love the guitar part of it. Amen. 
Well, we're going to sing that song. We're going to sing it. But we cannot be offended. That's just one example. Amen? Thursday night, we're taking, we're in the van and we're taking the, uh, the, the kids and this was a Thursday night. Angel, what night was that? Wednesday night, that's what it was. But Destiny was with us and she got to witness it all. Destiny mm, mm, mm. saved us so much, she sees the good and the bad. Okay. And the <laughs> Sometimes she see the husband come out of We get a phone call from my daughter. Our neighbor's dog has just attacked my granddaughter. Two dogs had her pinned to the ground. Attacked her. Took her arm and bit her. Lord have mercy. I was looking for a hammer. I was looking for a hammer. I wasn't going to build no fence. I'm about to knock somebody over here. Come on. This is my granddaughter you're talking about. We got two big dogs in my own yard. And for two years, my daughter has went to the neighbors and said, please keep your dogs at your house. Your dogs are big. Your dogs are, are a nuisance to us. Please keep your dogs at that. By the way, there's a leash law in our county. Come on. They won't do anything about it. And when my daughter goes over there to talk to the neighbors, they yell, I can eat no big deal. Man, I'm doing my fence. And I heard words come out of me that Destiny probably did not recognize. Because she heard the pastor say, I'm going to get my gun, and I'll shoot that dog in front of that man, and I'll hang it from the tree for every neighbor to look at for a week. Come on, help me out. I'm doing my fence. Y'all look y'all straight. You do the same thing with your grandbabies. Huh? And later on that night, I talked to my other daughter. You're the one that got sense. <laughs> she says, Daddy, them dogs were just playing with her. They wasn't aggressive like that. They got a little aggressive in the play, and yeah, they got her on the ground, and they wouldn't let her up. But they wasn't trying to buy her. They grabbed her, her jacket and they were trying to pull out her jacket. Because these dogs just thought they're not disciplined dogs. They don't know how to behave. They're just really playing around. You know what that did when I heard that? I had to get my hammer again. Come on, church. Amen. Amen. You see, sometimes, sometimes when you're trying to preach a sermon, they were going to show up and say, okay, let's try you out. Mm. Come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm. Y'all look at me all quiet because y'all the same way. Yeah, listen, y'all listen. You probably shot your neighbor dog at one time. Come on. Amen. Yeah, Thank you, Brother Wayne, for being honest tonight. We have built fences. Amen. We have built fences between us and our neighbors. We have built fences in our families. Come on, church. We have built fences in our church. Hello. It's okay if somebody else can sing a song that you can't sing. Amen. 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 was right. I was singing out of key. My wife was right. I was singing too fast. Praise God, Johnny was right there. <laughs> Amen. Keep us all straight. Praise God. It's okay if somebody can teach better than you teach. It's okay. Rejoice with them. Don't be jealous over them. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody tonight. I said I'm trying to help somebody tonight.
Anybody here ever heard of a preacher named Kenneth Hagin? Kenneth Hagin talked about it. His first church, one of his first churches he pastored, he said, he got to the church, you know, he's unpacking, you know. He's unpacking. And one of the good old church ladies came over to talk with him, meet the pastor and talk with him. She wasn't there five minutes and she said, well, preacher, I, just, I guess you need to go ahead and know what happened between me and sister so-and-so. And, -so, and uh, you're going to hear about it anyways. I just want to make sure you know my side of the story. Yeah. He's still unpacking his his clothes, come on church. And she goes on to talk about this problem that arose and how she got offended and all of this. And you know, and in his mind, he's thinking, Lord, this happened yesterday. And so she's going on and talking about, you know, how, how, how badly she was treated and how badly she was talked about and, and just how bad it made her feel. And she just pouring her heart out to the pastor. And so finally he says, Well, sister. When did that happen? Oh, preacher, it happened 30 years ago. Yeah, come on. It's been 30 years ago last, last March. Can you believe that? Come on. And being a good pastor, he looks at her and says, Sister, you need to forgive. Oh, pastor, I have forgiven. I forgave. I just wanted to make sure you knew. <laughs> Being a good pastor, he wrote this book. You a liar. You sold a lie. Because if you forgive him, you wouldn't be here telling me about it now, 30 years later. Come on, we gotta let the past be the past. Hello, somebody. Put the past in the past. Let it be in the past. Amen. When you truly walk in love and forgiveness, you don't keep talking about it. You know what happens when we keep talking about it? You know what happens when we keep talking about it? And we're making sure it's secure. That's what happens when we keep talking about it. We keep build, putting more nails in that fence. We keep making that fence stronger and stronger and stronger. No, honey, when you forgive somebody, you stop the conversation Amen. about whatever it is. Amen. It's over with. Amen? My God. Come on, church. You see, this, this kind of ministry right here will save a marriage. This kind of ministry right here will save a church. Come on. This kind of ministry we talk about right now will save a family. Amen? Brothers and sisters. Neighbors, amen? Don't let the devil build a fence in your life, church. Don't let the devil build a fence in your life. Everybody stand to your feet with me tonight. You get something out of this? Amen? 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 You get something out of this? Come here, Brother Wayne. Come here, Brother Wayne. You stand right here. Stand right here. You know what a fence does? I can only see my brother through the cracks and this fence. You know what a fence does? You can only see your brother through the cracks of your offense. Amen? Amen. Don't let the devil build a fence. Don't help him build a fence. Amen. Amen? Let's run to love and forgiveness tonight. Yeah. Let's run to Jesus tonight. Amen? Love and forgiveness. That's what we need to run to. Not a fence. Let's tear the fences down. 
Tear the fences down. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Angel, for being so for us. I want to ask everybody to come around this altar. I want everybody to come. Just begin to seek God. Because we've all been guilty. Oh, yes, we have. Every one of us has been guilty of building fences in our lives. Building fences in our relationship. <coughs> building fences. Come on, let's talk to Jesus tonight. Let's get the fence down tonight. You might say, well, preacher, they didn't ask me to forgive them. They don't have to. Just go ahead and do it anyway. Amen. The truth is, forgiveness is more about your deliverance than it is about them anyway. Amen. Father, we give you praise and honor tonight. Lord, those that are seeking you in the altar tonight, God, those that are pouring out their hearts, God, I ask you, Holy Ghost, to bring things up in their spirit tonight, those that have built a fence with somebody. Lord, that you would minister to them tonight, God. Lord, that you would just show them. They may say, Lord, I don't know how to forgive, but God, you know how to forgive. Lord, you know how to walk in love. Father, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus. Help us to forgive God. Help us to walk in love. We can't do it without you. Lord, help us to put our hands in your hands tonight. Walk with us as a, as a father walks with a little baby, God. Let us be that little baby. You be our father tonight. They hold our hand and keep us on our feet tonight. Keep us on our feet in the love walk. That we walk in love and we walk in forgiveness. That we choose love over offense. We choose love tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Bring deliverance tonight, God. Deliverance to somebody's heart and soul tonight. Father, if there be anybody here undone, somebody's got separation between you and them. Sometimes we build offense against God. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Bring deliverance, bring salvation, God. Bring healing and restoration tonight. In Jesus' holy and righteous name. Amen. Amen. Come on, go ahead and talk to the Lord tonight, church. Go on, spend that time in the altar. Go on, talk to him. He's listening. He's listening to you tonight. Come on, church. Talk to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. People are making our righteous decisions tonight, God. They're walking in love and forgiveness. Letting things go. Letting bitterness go. Letting anger go, Lord. Hallelujah. Removing grudges. In the name of Jesus. Bitterness right now. Holy Spirit, let bitterness be pulled out of people. Mm. Pull that bitterness out, God, right now. In Jesus' name. Help us, God. Help us this, help us this night, God. Help us. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Anybody hear any special prayer tonight? Come on, we'll pray with you if you need special prayer. But I believe the altar is doing the work tonight. The altar is doing the work of the Spirit tonight. If you hear any special prayer, I did want some. I did want Sister Julia standing in the gap for Angie. Amen. We're gonna pray for Angie tonight.
Won't somebody stand and get for Sister Elaine as well? Rebuking the effects of this, this stroke. 
God, you know how to be cursed. You know how to let the blood vessels flow. You know how to let the blood flow through the brain right now. Removing everything else that might be there to block again. Removing all blockages in the veins and the arteries and the brain in the name of Jesus. Father, we speak to her right side, the left side of her body right now, that she will receive the brain signals from her brain to the right side of her body, that she can move her arm again, yes. that she can use her body again, yes. that she will receive full control and mobility of her body. In Jesus' holy and righteous name, we clean the blood. We clean the blood. We clean the blood. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give God praise. Complete healing right now. Complete healing. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. 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 Anybody else need special prayer tonight? Come on, if you need special prayer. Hallelujah. We'll pray for Jason.
In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. And everybody said, testify tonight, brother? We'll, we'll come back around to you then. Alright, we'll get you another day. Alright. Come on, Meemaw. Meemaw, you always got something to say. Come on, talk about the goodness of God. Amen. Can I start out that we serve a great, big, wonderful God? Yes, we do. Amen. 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 Yes. Come back here, Chad. We two more on one side and the other. Hey, Amen. It's my fault. I'm short. Break through a little bit more. There we go. Alright. There's good. That's good. Right there. Alright. Can y'all still see me? Huh? Is this Tim? 
<laughs> Tim the Toy. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I always liked that show, bro. I always liked that show. It was a good show. Amen. What was that guy's name? What was his neighbor's name? I was looking over the fence. You can only see it by this light. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. There's a good shows out there. If y'all y'all don't know who we're talking about, y'all need to Google Tim the Swimman Taylor. Y'all can see what we're talking about. Amen. Praise God. God's a good God. And all the time. God's a good God. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Matthew, the 18th chapter, looking at the 15th verse through 16. Let me remind all the preachers in the house that Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock, we're having a minister's meeting. If you call yourself a preacher or have been called by God to preach, teach, come on, be a part of that meeting with us on Sunday. Matthew, the 18th chapter, looking at the verse 15. We get there, say amen. amen. All right, let's all stand for reading of God's word. If you said amen, you ought to be standing then. Praise the Lord. Y'all know it's scriptural for us to stand for the reading of God's word. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Matthew's Gospel, the 18th chapter, looking at verse 15 and 16. This is the most broken scripture in the church world today. Amen. I would say that everybody in this church has broken this scripture. Every one of us has broken this scripture. All right. Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone. And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee two, one or two more witnesses, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. Father, we thank you for the reading of your holy word tonight. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your divine presence. We feel you in this place. God, now we're asking you for deliverance. God, set us free by the preaching of your powerful word. In Jesus' holy and righteous name. And everybody said? Amen. 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 If you're part of our leadership team or in, or in a volunteer team, um, you have received counseling from me. And in that counseling, there was a policy form that I went over with you and you signed it. And you said you understood this scripture. That if you got offended at anybody in the church, including the pastor, including the pastor's wife, including the pastor's dog, come on church. <laughs> if my dog offended you, my little Cody, you can't see, barely got any teeth. Amen. <laughs> then you're supposed to go to Cody and say, Cody, I didn't like it when you bit my finger. And I didn't appreciate that. And Cody's going to say, well, I thought it was a chicken bone because you still got chicken grease on your fingers. And I apologize to you. Amen. <laughs> I guarantee you, you said it was chicken grease, you're going to like your finger. Leave that some chicken. <laughs>
This has got nothing to do with tonight's sermon, okay? I'm going to tell you what I'm talking about. It's got nothing to do with tonight's sermon. But if somebody offends you, you are supposed to go to that person. It says, alone. No, I'm going to call Sister Bonnie. And I'm going to tell Bonnie all about why I'm mad. Yeah, come on. Come on. Oh. It's somebody else that ain't mad at Bonnie. That's why I'm calling Bonnie. Yeah. And me and Bonnie are going to hash this thing out. And she's going to tell me what, how she feels about it. Come on, church. Come on. And we got off the phone with Bonnie and we're going to call Sister Crystal. We're going to tell Crystal all about how we got our feelings hurt. Come on, somebody that made us mad. And, and, I, and by the way, I called Bonnie. You know what she told me? Crystal, this is what she told me. You know, we just go on and on and on, don't we? Come on, church. But what your Bible just read to you is if somebody offends you, you get a trespass against somebody, they offend you, you are to go to that person alone. Amen. And you're supposed to try to work this thing out. Yeah. Find it, okay? Amen? Can I get any amens in the house tonight? Amen. Amen. I just, I just want to go back over that one more time. Amen. We talked about that Sunday, and I want to go back over that Again, amen. But the majority of the church violates this scripture. Around, I ain't talking about just bowing the church of God. I mean everybody, amen. Everybody violates that scripture. How many of y'all believe we'd be better off if we just obey Jesus? Come on, if we just do what Jesus said, when Jesus said to do it, how Jesus told us to do it, oh, come on, church, wouldn't we be better off? Amen. Amen. Sister Tammy, y'all look, look back at Sister Tammy. Y'all wave at Sister Tammy. Wave Sister Tammy. Wave at us. We everybody know who you are. Come on, Tammy. Wave. Just wave. There you go. You know why I had Tammy wave at us? Because Tammy's first church service in Bowden Church of God was on a Friday night. Yeah. Me and the church started growing. We had church on Friday night. Sure did. Tammy's been here ever since. <laughs> we praise God to have you, Tammy. Amen. If you had a rough day today, honey, you ain't by yourself, okay? We've all been there. Turn your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, the love chapter. You're going to find this on the screen because I wanted you to read it in the Amplified Version. I want the, I want the Bible, Amplified Bible to amplify some things to us and help us in our understanding of the love chapter. You hear anybody talk about the love chapter in the Bible, they're talking about 1 Corinthians 13. It's the, it's the love chapter written by Paul. And it says in verse 1, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not love, for others growing out of God's love for me, then I become as a, only a noisy clong or a clanking cymbal, just as an annoying distraction. And if I have to get the prophecy and speak a new message from God to the people and understand all mysteries, and possess all knowledge, and if I have all sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but do not have love reaching out to others, I am nothing. Man, what a strong statement Paul is saying here. I am nothing. All right? I give all my possessions to feed the poor. If I surrender my body to be burned and I do not have love, it does me no good at all. Love endures and with patience and sincerity. Love is kind and thoughtful and is not jealous or envious. Love does not brag and is not proud or arrogant. Love is not rude and is not self-seeking and is not provoked, nor easily sensitive and easily angered. Lord, we are to just park the car right here and preach for a month. Come on, church. Amen. Let's get some thick skin about it sometimes. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Oversensitive. It does not take into account a wrong endured. It does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. Love bears all things regardless of what comes. Believes all things, looking for the best in each one. Hopes all things, remaining steadfast during difficult times. Endure all things without weakening. Love never fails. Oh, come on, church, at a preach. The love of God, the agape love of God will never fail. It never fades nor ends. But as for prophecy, they will pass away. And as for tongues, they will not cease. But they have not passed away yet. Let me go ahead and just throw that out there. Amen. Amen. Come on, because all the churches out there saying that we ain't supposed to be talking to tongues have been done away with. They're trying to use this scripture out of contents. Come on. Amen. The Holy Ghost is, is the Holy Ghost still on the earth with you and I. And so is prophecy and speaking in tongues. Come on, church. Amen. As for the gift of special knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, listen to this. We're going to be talking about this in more detail, but probably not tonight. For we know in part and we prophesy in part for our knowledge is fragmentary and incomplete. But when that which is complete and perfect come, then that which is incomplete and partial will pass away. When I was a child, you know why he starts talking about being a child? It's because being without love is selfish and childish. Come on. Oh, y'all didn't like that part right there. Come on. Preacher just said that if you're oversensitive, if you, if you anger very easily, come on. If, some, if you get your feelings hurt real easy, then you are a child. Come on. And you have not grown up yet. That's what Paul was telling us. He said, when I was a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. And then he goes right back into it in verse 12. For now in the times of imperfection, we shall see in a mirror dimly a blurred reflection on a riddle and ignorant. And then when the times of perfection comes, we shall see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully just as I have been fully known by God. And now there remaineth faith, abiding trust in God and His promises, hope, confidence, expectations of eternal salvation, Love, King James says charity, because it's talking about the agape love of God, the love that gives. Unselfish love for others growing out of God's love for me, is what the Amplified Bible just told us. These three, the choice greatest, but the greatest of these is love. And if you'll take a sneak peek at chapter 14, verse 1, the first sentence, it says, pursue this love. Pursue this love. Amen. So love is the real power, church. If you want real power in your prayer life, you want real power in your walk with God, you want real this, you want to walk in the Holy Ghost, you want to walk in the Spirit of God, then you must walk in love. Because God is love. He said that's the mission of love. And the love we're talking about is agape love, the Greek word for agape love, which means love that gives, love that sacrifice. It means I'm going to love you and I'm not going to expect you to love me. Test. Can you love others when they do not love you back? Amen? Amen. Love does not rejoice at injustice, but rejoices with the truth when right and truth prevail. 
Well, they got what they deserved. I knew they weren't going to last. They don't need church two weeks. I only gave them three. You know, they came to the altar before. Smelling like alcohol and cigarettes. Well, let's see how long you get saved this time. Come on. Well, I, I, I knew they was going to get fired. I thought they deserved to get fired. They were sleeping on the job. They got what they deserved. Oh, Come on. Oh, our so-so was diagnosed with cancer. Well, I told them to repent. I guess they got what they deserved. Whoa, come on, church. Come on, church. Has any of this ever rolled out of your mouth before? Don't sit in here and lie to me. Has any of this ever rolled out of your mouth before? They got what they deserved. Does that sound like love to you? That's not love, church. That's not love. Love, love prays for people. Love endures hardness. Amen. Love is there for people. Amen. We must be careful of making statements like this because if we were to tell the truth, we all deserve to go to a place called hell. Amen. Amen. Is anybody in here, you come out of your mama saying, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost? Come on, I mean, you had to stop the doctor because you was talking in tongues you came out of your mama. Not a single one of us. David said we were born in iniquity. We were all born into sin. This is why you want to teach a baby to lie. The baby's all you want to lie. Covered with cookie crumbs all over their faces. No, I'm not in the cookie jar. Come on, church. Come on, church. Love bears all things regardless of what the income, of what the outcome is. Love believes all things and looks for the best in each one. Amen. My wife. Man, she aggravates me sometimes. Y'all gotta get one of them miles that aggravates you. Come on. <laughs> I see you hitting Jesse. I'm with you, brother. Right, come on. Come on, Terry Friday night. You can tell the truth tonight. Is your wife ever aggravated you? Come on. <laughs> Let me tell you about one of the things that aggravates me about my wife. She's back there in the sound booth, so she's hearing me. She's She's tired of wore out today. She's not in the sound booth. One of the things that irritates me about my wife is she can see good in a rattlesnake. I said she can see good in a rattlesnake. You know what I'm talking about? Come on. I mean, some people you look at and you just know they're trouble. Some people you look at and you just know, oh, Lord have mercy. We don't want to get entangled with that. Come on, church. You know there's some people out there in the world, and some people, oh, come on, even in our families. We got some families out there, come on, church. How I many they just ain't no good? Come on, let's tell the truth. Come on, they, they, they drugged out, they broke out, come on. Amen. But my wife can look at somebody and all that, and she sees good. She has compassion for it. To the fault. She, she has compassion for the people to the fault. I mean, she just, she just sees people and loves them and, and has compassion for them. And I looked at her one day and I said, Honey, you see good in a rattlesnake. She said, Well, you know, God did create a rattlesnake and, you know, and, and he does this in the environment and I guess there's some good in him. Well, that just be over your nerve and you want to stop doing that. Come on, church. Come on, tell the truth tonight. Amen. But you know what? We, ought to be, we, we should all be like that. Amen. We should be able to look at people the way God looks at people. Amen. 
See, when God looks at people, He don't see a drug addict. When God looks at people, He don't see somebody that's, that's, that's half drugged out of their mind and, and smell like alcohol. God looks at people and He sees children. He sees somebody's baby. He sees somebody's grandchild. Come on, church. He sees somebody that needs His touch of love. He sees somebody that He needs to die for. He says, Jesus didn't come to just die for you. Saints, Jesus came to die for the drug addict. That's fine. He sees it. There's good in everybody. He sees it. Amen. And that's how we should see people, church. Love hopes all things remaining steadfast during difficult times. I'll tell you, you can really find out who your friends are when all hell has broken loose. Amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Amen. Brother Bobby spent some time in the military. Some of y'all spent some time in the military. You know, you find out who your real army buddies are when the bullets start flying. That's right. Come on. Now some of them, they're going to hide. They're going to get down that foxhole. They ain't coming back out. Come on. But a, but a real buddy will be right there with you in the middle of the fight. Come on, church. Amen. 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 Hope, listen, love endures. It's steadfast in difficult times. Love endures all things without weakening, staying strong in love. Love never fails, nor fades, nor ends. I'm talking about the agape love, not your love. Mm-hmm. Not your love. So your love has a limit. Your love says, I love you until you ready to make and then I'm going to switch my love and I'm going to switch over to the hate side. Come on. I love you. You know, I, I get concerned about, I've done some weddings and I, and I, I try to counsel with them. You know, it's hard to counsel with young people nowadays. They just think they know everything. You know, they, they wrote the book on love and marriage. You know, they only, they only kids, but they wrote the book on love and marriage. And, and I'm real cautious as I do a wedding. Because I know if they don't really understand this word love that means sacrifice, this word love that means love that means only to give until it hurts, come on church, then what happens more times than I ten is I'm going to love you until you make me mad and I'm going to come on. Come on. Time and time again. I see it. Time and time again. I even married one couple and Lord, they got into a big old fight on their honeymoon. Amen. They ready to call it quits on the honeymoon. Hope there wasn't none of y'all in here. Praise the Lord. Amen. But love endures. Love never fails. Amen. Verse 13. Now about his faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. Love is the real power, church. Amen. Turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 17 and verse 9. Aren't you glad we got off chapter 13? Praise God. Come on, you're, you're too sore. You're sore all over. Pastor, I'm going to beat you up. Praise God. I'm going to beat you up with, with Proverbs 17 now. And we're going to read this from the Amplified Bible because I love what it says here. He who covers and forgives, this is Proverbs 17 and 9, he who covers and forgives an offense. Say offense. 
I got three people with me tonight. Let's try it again. Offense. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. But he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates mm, intimate friends. Come on. Let's read that again real slow. He who covers and forgives an offense seeks love. But he who repeats or gossips about a matter separates intimate friends. It will separate a husband and a wife. Come on. It will separate a father and a daughter. It will separate family. Amen. And it will separate a church. Let's talk about this word offense for a while. Have you ever been offended at somebody? Anybody in here ever been offended at anybody? Come on. Got, got one honest person in the church. Thank you, Sister Tammy, for being honest. Everybody else afraid to raise their hand. Everybody in this church has been offended at somebody at some time in your life. If you've not, you ain't alive. Check your pulse. Come on. Check your pulse. You ain't alive. We've all been offended at somebody at some time. How many of y'all offended at somebody right now? Ooh, come on, preacher, don't go there. Yes, I am. Amen, I'm going there. See, offense brings separation. Separation brings distance. Are y'all writing this down? Offense brings separation. Separation brings distance. And when we get offended at somebody, listen to me, church. Listen to me. When we get offended at somebody, we're building a fence. We're building a fence. What does a fence do? A fence brings separation. A fence separates people from people. A fence will separate animals from animals. Come on. A fence will separate a house from another house. Mm -hmm. A fence will separate one city from another. A fence, come on, build the wall, build the wall. Come on, chant it with me. Build the, y'all know y'all was chanting. You know you were. Mm -hmm. A fence will separate country from country. Build the wall, build the wall. Oh, y'all, y'all afraid, y'all afraid. I want the preacher going to say that scene next. Is he, is he about to tell me I wouldn't walk in love when I tell to build the wall, build the wall? Honey, need the wall build. So it's called keeping the bad guys out, okay? All right. Let's keep Taliban out of America. Build the wall. Amen? Amen. But let's do it in love and, and have, a, have a way to help people at the same time, okay? But offense. Offense. Listen, when you get offended at somebody, you are bringing separation and you are bringing distance. Amen? 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 I wish I could tell you I was clever enough to think about this fence all by myself, but I'm not. I actually stole this idea off of Stephen Furtick. Stephen Furtick preached a, preached a good message. matter of fact, every married couple in here, you need to Google Stephen Furtick's sermon on being a prisoner of offense. It's a good sermon for every married couple. That's a good sermon for anybody, really. But he, he goes on and he ministers to couples and talks about marriage on how offense will separate people in their marriage. Come on. You don't look like my mama does. <laughs> Nobody makes a banana pudding. 
like my mama. Come on, church. And your wife is saying, well, that's good. I ain't never cooking you a banana pudding. Come on, church. Nobody can make meatloaf like mama. Mm-hmm, gotta have some mama on meatloaf. Well, your wife is saying, that's a good thing, because you won't have to sit meatloaf in this house with you. Come on, church. Offense will separate marriages. Offense will separate a church. Offense will separate the closest friends. Offense will separate the closest family. Come on, church. Am I helping somebody tonight? Offense. Offense. Mm. You see, the devil uses offense too. We use offense for a lot of reasons. Keep our dogs in. Keep our kids in. Y'all got those kids like running around other people's yards? Come on. We use, offense can be a good idea at times, can it? Come on. Sometimes it is a little fence. But the devil uses a fence too. Yeah. He uses a fence to bring separation. He uses a fence to bring division. Amen. Amen. Come on. I want to tell you something. Brother Dwayne and, and Bonnie and Sharon, they, they've been here the longest and they know I'm telling the truth. If every single soul that ever came through the door of this church, I heard Brother Wayne say, we'd be filled up three or four times over. We'd be in the church right now. Uh-huh. But you know what's happened since 1950? Every time the church starts doing good, it starts growing, and there's a lot of people start coming, you know what happened? The devil shows up. And the devil starts building fences. And he starts separating. I've been in church when the left side of the church refused to talk to the right side. I've been in church when the right side of the church refused to shake hands and hug somebody that sits on the left side. Praise God, that's not us today. Amen? We're a loving church. We're going to stay a loving church. But we're going to be wise as a serpent and harmless as a dove. And we're going to keep our eyes open, our eyes peeled, and our ears open to make sure the devil don't build a fence in this church ever again. Come on. Amen? Amen. Oh, fences are very easy. Very easy. And I'm going to tell you something. You preachers out there, y'all ever preach a sermon and the devil beats y'all up about your own sermon? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I start talking about yeah. offense and I mean every devil in hell said, let's try him out. Come on. Amen. Every devil in hell said, let's try him out. Amen. Amen. Lord have mercy. Just Thursday, just Thursday. Yesterday. Yesterday's Thursday, right? Just yesterday, Thursday. Man, I found this cool song. Ooh, we can play the song. It's got a great beat. I love the music. <coughs> I'm going to try to sing this song. So I'm up here sitting by and, and I'm playing my guitar and I'm singing this song and my wife looks at me and she says, what? I feel like this song? Oh, I love the song. Hate what you sing. She said something like that. Something like that. I'm not sure exactly what she said, but that's exactly what I heard. I hate the way you do it. Amen. She said, you, you sing it too fast. You got to slow it down. All right, let me practice it some more. Yeah, slow it down. Slow it down. So last night we had, we had, we had music practice, crazy practice, right? Amen. Which John, I wish Hayden was here so I could talk about it. I'm going to talk about it anyway. So I'm playing my little song. Like, hey, Johnny, hey, let's check your feet out. We're going to have the drums. Hey, this is the beat. This is going to be, you know. Man, this is a cool song. You know, I was down there. Yeah, I like this song. It's a cool song. 
so we're going through it again. Amen. And when we get to the end of it, Haman says, Hey, Pastor, you seeing that song in the right key? You see, if I wasn't close to God, I could have gotten me a board right there. <laughs> Took my old trusty hammer and started building a fence. Uh huh. My wife done told me I couldn't sing it. And now I hate to tell me I'm out of key. <laughs> But you know what I did? I said, not today, though. I said, Johnny, sing this song, brother. Johnny, you can sing this song. I'm going to teach you how to sing it, Johnny, but you keep singing this song. Come on. You know what's another side to the hammer? Claw. Come on, Johnny, you can do it. You know what? And Johnny did it. Now we didn't practice, we didn't do that song tonight because we need a little bit more practice on it. But that song, we're gonna do that song next week, though. You know what? I'm so happy Johnny can sing. Amen. But the truth of the matter, I just love the music part. <laughs> I love the guitar part of it. Amen. But we're gonna sing that song. We're gonna sing it. But we cannot be offended. That's just one example. Amen. Thursday night we're taking we're in the van and we're taking the uh, the, the kids and it was a Thursday night. Ain't what night was that? Wednesday night. That's what it was. But Destiny was with us and she got to witness it all. Destiny saved us so much she sees the good and the bad of pastor. Sometimes she's the husband come out of pastor. We get a phone call from my daughter. Our neighbor's dog has just attacked my granddaughter. Two dogs had her pinned to the ground. Attacked her. Took her arm and bit her. Lord have mercy. I was looking for a hammer. I was looking for a hammer. I wasn't going to build no fence. I'm about to knock somebody over here. Come on. This is my granddaughter you're talking about. We got two big dogs in my own yard. And for two years, my daughter has went to the neighbors and said, please keep your dogs at your house. Your dogs are big. Your dogs are, are a nuisance to us. Please keep your dogs at that. By the way, there's a leash law in our county. Yes. Come on. Yes. They won't do that. And when my daughter goes over there to talk to the neighbors, they act like it ain't no big deal. Man, I'm doing my fence. And I heard words come out of me that Destiny probably did not recognize. Because she heard the pastor say, I'm going to get my gun, and I'll shoot that dog in front of that man, and I'll hang it from the tree for every neighbor to look at for a week. Come on, help me out. I'm building my fence. Y'all look y'all straight. You do the same thing with your grandbabies. She says, Daddy, them dogs were just playing with her. They wasn't aggressive like that. They got a little aggressive in the play, and yeah, they got her on the ground, and they wouldn't let her up. 
but they wasn't trying to bite her. They grabbed her, her jacket and they were trying to pull out her jacket because these dogs just thought they're not disciplined dogs. They don't know how to behave. They're just really playing around. You know what that did when I heard that? I had to get my hammer again. Come on, church. Amen. Amen. You see, sometimes, sometimes when you're trying to preach a sermon, the devil's going to show up and say, okay, let's try you out. Mm. Come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Mm. Y'all look at me all quiet because y'all the same way. Get this and y'all missing. You probably shot me in the dog at one time. Come on. Amen. Thank you, Brother Wayne, for being honest tonight. We have built fences. Amen. We have built fences between us and our neighbors. We have built fences in our families. Come on, church. We have built fences in our church. Hello. It's okay if somebody else can sing a song that you can't sing. Amen. 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 was right. I was singing out of key. My wife was right. I was singing too fast. Praise God, Johnny was right there. <laughs> Amen. Keep us all straight. Praise God. It's okay if somebody can teach better than you teach. It's okay. Rejoice with them. Don't be jealous over them. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody tonight. I said I'm trying to help somebody tonight. Amen. Anybody here ever heard of a preacher named Kenneth Hagin? Kenneth Hagin talked about it. His first church, one of his first churches he pastored, he said, he got to the church, you know, he's unpacking, you know. He's unpacking. And one of the good old church ladies came over to talk with him, meet the pastor and talk with him. She wasn't there five minutes and she said, well, preacher, I, just, I guess you need to go ahead and know what happened between me and sister so-and-so. And, -and, -so, and you're going to hear about it anyways. I just want to make sure you know my side of the story. Yeah. He's still unpacking his his clothes. Come on, church. And she goes on to talk about this problem that arose and how she got offended and all of this. And you know, and in his mind, he's thinking, Lord, this happened yesterday. And so she's going on and talking about, you know, how, how, how badly she was treated and how badly she was talked about and, and just how bad it made her feel. And she just pouring her heart out to the pastor. And so finally he says, Well, sister. When did that happen? Oh, preacher, it happened 30 years ago. Yeah, come on. It's been 30 years ago last, last March. Can you believe that? Come on. And being a good pastor, he looks at her and says, Sister, you need to forgive. Oh, pastor, I have forgiven. I forgave. I just wanted to make sure you knew. Ah. <laughs> Being a good pastor, he wrote this book. You a liar. You sold a lie. Because if you forgive him, you wouldn't be here telling me about it now, 30 years later. Amen. Come on, we gotta let the past be the past. Hello, somebody. Amen. Put the past in the past and let it be in the past. Amen. When you truly walk in love and forgiveness, you don't keep talking about it. You know what happens when we keep talking about it? You know what happens when we keep talking about it? And we're making sure it's secure. That's what happens when we keep talking about it. 
We keep build, putting more nails in that fence. We keep making that fence stronger and stronger and stronger. No, honey, when you forgive somebody, you stop the conversation Amen. about whatever it is. Amen. It's over with. Amen. My God. Come on, church. You see, this this kind of ministry right here will save a marriage. This kind of ministry right here will save a church. Come on. This kind of ministry we're talking about right now will save a family. Amen. Brothers and sisters. Neighbors. Amen. Don't let the devil build a fence in your life, church. Don't let the devil build a fence in your life. Everybody stand to your feet with me tonight. You get something out of this? Amen. 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 You build against something that covered Brother Wayne. You stand right here. Stand right here. You know what a fence does? I can only see my brother through the cracks and this fence. You know what our fence does? You can only see your brother through the cracks of your offense. Amen? Amen. Don't let the devil build a fence. Don't help him build a fence. Amen. Amen. Let's run to love and forgiveness tonight. Yeah. Right. Let's run to Jesus tonight. Amen. Love and forgiveness. That's what we need to run to. Not a fence. Let's tear the fences down. Tear the fences down. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Amy, for being on the force. I want to ask everybody to come around this altar. I want everybody to come. Just begin to seek God. Now, we've all been guilty. Oh, yes, we have. Every one of us has been guilty of building fences in our lives. Building fences in our relationship. <coughs> building fences. Come on, let's talk to Jesus tonight. Let's get the fence down tonight. You might say, well, preacher, they didn't ask us to forgive them. They don't have to. Just go ahead and do it anyway. Amen. The truth is, forgiveness is more about your deliverance than it is about them anyway. Amen. Father, we give you praise and honor tonight. Lord, those that are seeking you in the altar tonight, God, those that are pouring out their hearts, God, I ask you, Holy Ghost, to bring things up in their spirit tonight, those that have built a fence with somebody. Lord, that you would minister to them tonight, God. Lord, that you would just show them. They may say, Lord, I don't know how to forgive, but God, you know how to forgive. Lord, you know how to walk in love. Father, I ask you right now in the name of Jesus. Help us to forgive God. Help us to walk in love. We can't do it without you. Lord, help us to put our hands in your hands tonight. Walk with us as a, as a father walks with a little baby, God. Let us be that little baby and you be our father tonight. And hold our hand and keep us on our feet tonight. Keep us on our feet in the love walk. That we walk in love and we walk in forgiveness. That we choose love over offense. We choose love tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Bring deliverance tonight, God. Deliverance to somebody's heart and soul tonight. Father, if there be anybody here undone, somebody's got separation between you and them. Sometimes we build offense against God. Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord. Bring deliverance, bring salvation, God. Bring healing and restoration tonight. In Jesus' holy and righteous name. 
He's in the hospital. Come here, Brother Lester. You, you've had a stroke before. you lived through it. Which side of the brain is it? Okay. Right side. Her right side.
next service will be Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. Bring somebody with you. Bring Jesus with you. We're going to miss you, Johnny. We're going to miss you Sunday after you got to work. We're going to miss you. Amen. How many of y'all going to be praying for Johnny if he has to work? Work Saturday night. You got to get that rest. I understand. Amen. Work at night. Anybody ever work at night before? Amen. Y'all pray for Johnny. He works all the way in Atlanta at the airport. So if you fly, make sure you fly southwestern. Is that what you work for? Southwest. Southwest. If you go fly, fly southwest and say, it's tickets for Johnny. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let's all stand for our feet and go to the Lord in prayer. Thank you so much for coming and being a part of this. Father, we thank you tonight, God. Lord, we ask you for your blessings. Lord, we ask you for your anointing, God, as we walk out the doors of the house tonight. Lord, you walk with us. You protect us. You send the angels and protect us. And bring us back together one more time under your grace. In Jesus' holy and righteous name we pray. Everybody said, Amen. Amen. Amen.